oh, I'm going to watch some sweet romance porn and get all into it. No, but like, couldn't a, awesome. couldn't a couple like a couple together watch like a romance sort of theme porn or no. no? Would that be considered no. romantic? It's not. <laughs> what happened? We're off the rails. You know what that means, everybody. Uh, tell your right hand I say hi. Hey, mm-hmm. I was. T- I just said, I mean, I buy myself flowers and tell myself I'm beautiful. Just having a good time, baby. You are now listening to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. Hi, and welcome to Good, Bad, or Bullshit. This is the podcast where three guys uh, chat about topics generated at random and uh, cast our verdict upon them. And those are good, bad, or bullshit, just as the title uh, implies. My name is Mike Hodgins, and joining me, uh, two very good buddies of mine, Crofton Steers. Ahoy, hoy. And uh, and Bo Schwartz. Hi, guys. Hey, Mike. How's it going? Uh, it's going well. How Excellent. are you guys doing? Pretty good. Good. Yeah, I'm not doing too bad. Uh, I forgot that we were doing this tonight, and now that I've found out, it's kind of like Christmas, so I'm really excited uh, to see what we're going to be talking about. I also kind of feel a little nervous. Don't know why. Hmm. Well, it hasn't been that long since... I feel like it's going to be a hard one today, Mike. Yeah, I bet you, just because you said that, it will be a total fluff one. That's what I'm going to put my money on. Yeah, I'm worried. You guys have anything you want to share with our... Uh... Listener, <laughs> do we have more than we both have moms? plenty of listeners, and it's Sweet. always going up. So you know, excellent. Hark- I hope I hope you listeners enjoy the show. Okay, I'm supposed to say like "harken." Is that the right word? Harken. Yeah. I think. I don't know. All right. Anyway, so I do have a few things that I want to uh, just chat about really briefly. I really wanted to apologize to Ryan Gosling. Um, I had a listen on our Wikipedia episode where I talked about him quite a bit, and I felt it was a little derisive. And, you know, since um, we're kind of trying to get him to be a guest on the show, I just thought it would be a good start to uh, extend an olive branch and say, Ryan, I'm very sorry. I don't think you should be sorry. I think <laughs> well, you said, I you said we said what you felt, and that's, that's oh, fine. If oh. Ryan Gosling doesn't like that, well, that's too bad for him. Oh, you can go back to being a millionaire. Yeah, we're treating him differently because he's a celebrity. You know, we called him an, an attractive white man. And, he you know, is. I just want to say he's, he's a man just like the rest of us, you know, peace man. Well, there's lots of attractive white men who aren't famous too, I guess. Okay, well, I, I'm glad I got this off my chest. Uh, I also had one other thought real quickly here. Did you guys – um? Have you guys noticed that nobody really uses Uber anymore? Oh, thank God. When that came into play, I was just like, that's a good way to tell if someone is into, like, you know, like fringe sci-fi and horrible fantasy is if they say Uber a lot. Right. So I just... Really? That's what that means? Uber? Well, that's what I thought it meant. Because when people... Did you see that Metallica concert? It was Uber. No, no. Well, yes, okay. But if that person likes Metallica, they're also into, like, Magic the Gathering or something super nerdy, too. The only people I ever know who did... uh, Who who used the word Uber were, like, super nerds. Like, uh, beyond nerds. Like, we might be nerds, but those guys were, you know... I don't know. I'm glad it doesn't exist. Yeah, I'm going to let your Magic the Gathering comment slide today. Yeah. Um, You're an Uber nerd. <laughs> oh, Anyways, God. let's take a moment to celebrate the fact that you don't have to hear people say things are Uber. Um, I had a. Why do you think it's going to get back into the lexicon, and now we're going to have to deal with the, that horrible word? Oh. I think you overestimate the power of this show. <laughs> That's true. Good for that. I'd like to mention something about a previous show we just did. Sure. Uh, the romance show, and I called romance bullshit. 
which I stand by, but I would just like to say that it it led to a long uh, conversation with my partner Andrea about the concept <laughs> of romance. <laughs> it was a, it was a good conversation, but I think it was sort of like I felt I I definitely felt bad for being not a romantic guy, and I think that's I don't want to get back into it, but I was like I, I felt like I was. Um, you know, lacking in something, so you, and and she was like, "I'm not asking that of you." She's she's a very supportive partner, but I, but I definitely felt like I'm like, "Oh man, I'm a loser because I'm not very romantic," and uh, I should try to be more romantic. And anyways, I just but wait. Like, that's the system manipulating you, though, right? I think I think it kind of is too. <laughs> but it or it definitely works. Is it like Data on Star Trek before he gets his emotions chip? Oh, that it went downhill after he got the emotions chip. So like, there you go. <laughs> exactly. All right. Should we, Krav, do you have anything you want to say or should we get into it? Uh, well, I would just throw out, like, and I know it's 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 against the, the guy code, if you will, to talk about what goes down on the bachelor party and that sort of thing. But we did go and do some activities for Mike Hodgins' bachelor party this uh, this past weekend. And I would like to highlight uh, the fact we went bungee jumping. That was awesome. But we played frisbee golf for the first time. And I feel like Very this fun. is something that I could totally get into in the future. Me too. Uh, it's really it, fun. A really fun sport. Yeah. And anybody can do it. So that's uh, like if ever we review frisbee golf, I feel like I'm already letting my review slip. But I'm going to go. Here's a hint. It's good. Okay. I also call it good. I think the preferred nomenclature is disc golf. Now, whatever. <laughs> Sorry, I like to, golf. to call it. Uh, I like calling it a frisbee because everyone's like, "That's a brand name," and I'm like, "Whatever." Yeah, <laughs> they invented. So sue me. Exactly. Yeah, brand I, names aren't cool. Seriously, whammo, don't sue me. Okay, that was said in jest. <laughs> All right. Should we? Uh, I'm in the garage here. Should I fire up the old uh, random? Number random topic generator. Yeah, give it a real good pull there. All right, he- here we go. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you okay? Yeah. Did, did... The front, the front up here. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Um, mixed mixed martial arts is the topic. <laughs> oh arts. sweet lord. Yeah, I have some opinions about this. Yeah, I I may need a bit of um, uh, explanation on the mixed part of martial arts. Well, I think Crofton's the best person to give a little rundown of this because he's a big fanboy of this violent sport. Uh, I think big fanboys might be an oversell, but I'm definitely the the one of the three of us that'd be most familiar. Uh, So mixed martial arts, as the idea would suggest, is is it's. Competitive sport, a la boxing, if you want, if you will, in which multiple disciplines are used. So they could range from karate, uh, muay thai, jujitsu, judo, all the all you know different martial arts. And when, when originally conceived back in the, the the early days of the Ultimate Fighting Championships, what's now known as the UFC. The idea was, I think, to, to see which of these fighting styles was the most dominant. And since that time, it's become, it's sort of consolidated a lot and, and multiple disciplines have sort of fused together to, to form what is now known as mixed, mixed martial arts. Uh, and, and mixed martial arts competitions, a big company still remains the UFC that holds, that holds monthly events and that sort of thing. But there are other smaller, uh, mixed martial art uh, um, tournament and, and company providers like Bellator, 
uh, and there's there's lots internationally as well. So uh, the the big thing is essentially it's 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 a uh, it's it's a sport governed by a set now governed by a set rule set, um, and that uh, that places. Uh, competitors one-on-one against each other in physical combat to determine you either win by by knockout or submission or by decision from the judges after a certain number of rounds uh, and there are champions in weight classes much as there are in boxing and that sort of thing and it's fairly it's fairly big business now it's a uh, it's um uh they they fight throughout the world and uh it used to be reserved to certain areas and now just recently um the state of New York which was one of the last places that that had outlawed mixed martial arts is now is now going to be uh to my understanding allowing them and it was a big deal when the province of Ontario in Canada did and as well so they're becoming sort of uh, they used to be only in Las Vegas. Now they're they're all over. But that's what it is in a nutshell. So I, can I? Sorry, Mike. Can I interject really quickly because I, I want a question on, on. So is mixed martial arts like a, a classy way of saying people beating the piss out of each other? Because that's I, I what can, UFC looks like to me. It sort of does. I, I feel like I I'd like to jump in on this one uh, because uh, Crofton touched on it very briefly, and um, I think I, I think well, why it's called mixed martial arts now is it is essentially. Uh, when it started, it, um, it used to be, and this makes me laugh because it, it, it has more interest to me in this context. You know, you know when you have, I'm going on, a, I'm digressing here a little bit, but you'll get, you'll Sweet see where I'm digression. getting. At. <laughs> um, you know when people are like, man, what would happen if you put like a polar bear and a lion together in in a ring and they like fought each other, like and people are like, oh, the polar bear would win, and like no, no, a lion. You know, and uh, or or whatever those types of like animal fantasy combat, which um, yeah. So We're back I on think, animal fantasy. Yeah, well, I love animal fantasy. Um, so I think that was the idea with, with when this Ultimate Fighting started, where there'd be like, what if you had like a karate expert, and he fought like a taekwondo guy or a guy who did like muay thai, and I think that's kind of initially what it was. It would even be like a sumo dude, and it really looked like that. It looked kind of like a um, like a video game in a sense. Yeah, I was and thinking was, of Tekken. Yes, it's it's kind of. It, I think that was the kind of initial initial thing, and it had a lot of like dirty stuff. But I think, and I may be wrong, but what proved to be the most successful was, um, and I don't know that much about this. Crofting could probably correct me, but there was this guy named Hoist Gracie from uh, who does like Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, which is sort of like a mishmash of. I mean, I guess, I guess there's it's it's not a full mishmash of different martial arts, but it sort of is. It uses aspects of jiu-jitsu and with other things and i think that people then just evolved to be that if you want to be the best fighter you should just have elements from all of these martial arts so like you shouldn't just be like a karate guy it maybe study karate and get something from it but you should also know jiu-jitsu and you should also know boxing and all these things and that's why they call it mixed martial arts because really um it's now just come to that you no longer have like karate versus like uh, you know, uh, whatever it would be like Bruce Lee style. What does he call his? I don't know what it's uh, called. Jun Kwondo or something like that. Yeah, something like that. In any case, it's now just all mixed martial arts. Okay. Yeah. No. And uh, in in just going back to those early days, which the the Gracie family, the entire Gracie family, was big on. On, on in the organization and participation of the first uh, the first UFCs, um, but the, the the big business the it was a very niche thing and it became a real big business when it was bought by a company called Zufa, and uh, and Zufa uh, pumped a lot of money into it, but also realized that the way that it was that 
that um, that it ran up until that point was was essentially a circus sideshow, is what it was. Like it, it it was a circus sideshow, and they they felt that there was possibility in 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 UFC had faced bankruptcy many times before. There was a possibility of turning this more into a, a big money thing if they were able to sort of formalize it and turn it into a sport. And the reason the UFC is important is in, in mixed martial arts, uh, it's only one company. It's still the dominant company, but it is really where uh, Mick, now all the martial arts go back, you know, thousands and thousands of years, combat sports, I mean, to the ancient Greeks, but, uh, but mixed martial arts competition really started uh, with the UFC um, Japan had pride, which was sort of its its uh, equivalent. But uh, but once Zufa made that purchase, there was there was sort of no going back from there. And that's that's we've evolved now where, to the point uh, where we are at with these things, where where there's you know set set rules of things you can you cannot do, and there are um, you know. Um, uh, special special attire, uh, the octagon, e- everything that's that uh, that is the way it is. It today. is funny how the octagon sounds like such a gimmick. <laughs> like, the, like I mean, like there should be like in the tetrahedron. It totally, it totally is like gimmicky. But it's also, tied to pro wrestling. Like it's very similar. It. Like they looked at the great promotions of, of pro wrestling and 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 have have <laughs> adopted maybe. have adopted certain things. And, yeah, and rejected others. Um, but what come back to what Bo said earlier, Bo, to answer your question, is it just a bunch of guys beating the shit out of each other? I think that yes, yes, that's basically. Oh, okay, it. well, and and so I have, I just have a few questions. So I, I just because I want to um, understand. Uh, so the the mixed martial arts that we're talking about here—that's you know—they are adopting a lot of different styles to fight each other. Uh, so what we're not reviewing here is, you know, martial arts themselves. This is a very specific thing. It's it's the public blood sport du jour, yes, if you will. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'd also like to clarify that uh, it's not Jun Kundo or it's Jeet Kundo that Bruce Lee developed. I just want to get um, that right because I think it's awesome. You know what's actually interesting is that this is another digression, but Jeet Kundo, I think uh, Bruce Lee developed that because he wasn't a a purist to like kung fu and things he was sort of like what's effective and he tried to incorporate so really uh, that does sort of tie in because that's what mixed martial arts too is like what's the most effective thing and that was his that's what i I remember reading like uh you know traditional martial arts more like dance or just more a set amount of moves that you can see coming where if the guy in an alleyway with a knife is attacking you exactly you gotta be adaptable Yeah. yeah so uh, Bo, quick question for you, actually. Uh, Mike, Mike, I know, has watched UFC. He's familiar with UFC and that sort of stuff. Oh, and, and I'm using UFC and MMA interchangeably, and really I, I shouldn't be doing that. But what I mean is mixed martial arts. Uh, have, you, have you watched any? I have not been able to sit through one. Good for okay. you. Uh, <laughs> I am not looking down my nose at this, though. I, I, I love Breaking Bad. <laughs> so, I, you know, because I, I my initial reaction is, well, I don't like violence. Um, but, you know, <laughs> yes. I, I do, I guess, you know, consume media just like everyone else that does contain violence and I enjoy well, I think, it. So I think that's uh, a key point. That's a key point because it's like I think most of us uh, know the difference between, you know, fake violence uh, when we're watching 
TV or movies and real violence. And I think that's the thing. Much my issue with Wix Martial Arts is that um, I had to stop watching. Now we, I watched it because I had friends who watched it. My brother was quite into it. So I'd watch a few. But it's then when, when you see someone go unconscious and they're full of blood and their like body stiffens up in this way that's not like a movie that's kind of disturbing and they fall to the ground and then someone else jumps on top of them and bashes their fist into the person's unconscious face that's a disturbing and then you're like oh all of a sudden this is like it turned from being like you know action movie is to like grim reality of like someone beating an unconscious person in the face it's pretty horrid and it's pretty violent i you know it, there's no denying there's no denying that there's there is a fair amount of violence uh in 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 mixed martial arts the reason i say a fair amount and that it's not entirely violent is it does depend on the the discipline like there there's also you know there's wrestling and that sort of thing where it is a form of violence but not as not as brutal as a knockout let's say um but uh but yeah no uh, all of that is true it it is a it is a, a combat even the term blood sport would be would be appropriate that said it is it is a comp you know it is a competition a sport with 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 rules and that sort of thing and uh, i feel like when you're making the differentiation between uh real and and not real um it, it, as saying like, okay, this this gory violence because it's staged and because it's fake is any better than this real violence? It, it, it for me that that's not an, you know, I, I feel it's you take it all or you leave it all. Divide, saying like, oh, I appreciate the fake violence, but not the real violence. Like, I mean, I, well, find I, for, that- I for the record, I don't appreciate necessarily the fake violence either. But I think that there's a knowledge that. It's not real. Like if you watch Django Unchained and there's like this goopy, corn syrupy blood going everywhere and it's like it's over the top and you're like, yeah, I know this is a movie. Um, it has music over – you know, all these elements where you're clearly watching some form of like created entertainment, which this is too. It is – you know, it's sport entertainment but it also uh, has an element of violent violence to it. Um, That's that true. It- but, but when you see when you see something like – would somebody – watches UFC and and it would get inspired by that they often they take up mixed martial arts and then then learn in a sort of structured way when somebody gets inspired by the violence in, in movies situations can be much worse like that shooting in Colorado where the guy was dressed up as the Joker from the Dark Knight right mm-hmm. no I'm I'm not saying that I don't I, I agree I, violence I, is bad yeah I'm 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 just if you if you are are casting it on uh, a judgment on all violent entertainment, then then you can't draw a, diff, a, a, a line in the sand. I think between stuff like mixed martial arts and and and, and stage violence, right? Are we well, in I'm, agreement I'm, with that? I'm not saying that. I'm not necessarily drawing a line between them saying one's acceptable and one one's not. I sort of fall on the side that I think all are kind of not. Um, but I do think there's a but there's there's a knowledge in the back of your head that when you're watching, unless you're unstable as the guy who dressed up as Joker, likely had mental health issues, um, you know where you're aware that this is not um, this is not real. But the thing about mixed martial arts, it clearly is real. Like that's the that's that's the difference. I'm, and I am saying like I'm anti-violence, and one's a portrayal of violence, and one is violence, and there is a differentiation there uh, because. It's it it doesn't look the same, like, and Hollywood, in a sense, is almost worse because it glorifies the violence, makes it look cool, and then when you see the real stuff, it's kind of it's pretty disturbing. I find like it's, it makes me a bit queasy. Whereas the movie, well, I mean, it's a different thing. But I mean, 
in any case, like, yeah, I find it a very violent sport. And that's not to say it's not a difficult sport. I've heard that it's one of the most difficult sports. Certainly the conditioning these guys need to be in is probably unmatched in athletics. Like, you need to be in extremely good shape to do what these guys do, and we should give them credit for that, I guess, at least. Or I should, because I don't like the violent part. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to chime in there, too, and and say that <clears throat> I do draw a distinction between the two forms of violence. I just don't know that, like, for me personally... Uh, if I can sort of look down my nose at it. And, and part of my thought process here, too, is looking at, uh, you know, I remember when UFC was first around and everyone was, oh, my God, did you see this thing? Like, there was a lot of hype and excitement around, uh, I guess we're calling it mixed martial arts, like it was this sort of forbidden fruit where we had boxing. And, yeah, people get bloody and I guess people get ears. But I don't know if the ear biting that Mike Tyson did came before or after that kind of thing. But, you know, you never got a sense that you got a sense that these competitions were very disciplined, even though they exercised violence and sort of endurance as part of the competition, uh, endurance in the face of violence, I suppose. Um, but it's not a new thing. Like this is actually, you know, as, as old as humanity itself. We've had bl- blood sports of varying degrees. I'm thinking of, you know, Roman Colosseums. And, you know, those kinds of things. So I don't think that this is anything new um, in terms of uh, we're experiencing this new new level, except with the exception of the mixed martial arts part, which I don't know that uh, combatants in, you know, millennia past uh, had so much information, technique and ways to maim and disable another person as part of their training. Uh, probably were as advanced as we possibly could be there. So anyways, to get, I'm sort of derailing a little bit. And the thing is, I, again, I want to sort of think about this in a, in a larger view to say, what is it about these things society, like societally that, you know, we feel that these are entertaining things for us to even participate in? Because I don't see the appeal personally. Well, well see, here's the thing. And like I, jumping right right out and, and calling you guys on this a bit is you, neither of you, I, and I think you would admit this, are into sports as much as I am. Uh, and and yeah, this I agree. is – and Mike, Mike said that this, and and I and I agree. He, this is a sport. Like, is it a violent sport? Yes. Is it a sport? Yes. Uh, there, I have some huge problems with it as a sport. We're talking at a, we're talking at a high level about it. Uh, like, I right now, I'll give you an example of which, and I don't, I don't want to knit deep, uh, get into the um, the nitty gritty. But right now, there's one giant private company that essentially runs a sport, a sport in which they judge number one contenders by who draws the most money on a pay-per-view card and not necessarily by their win-loss column. Uh, there was a there was a, a notable UFC fighter um, who had won many, many, many fights but was considered boring. I found him boring, honestly. And he got let go after like his first loss or something because – they knew he wasn't going to draw money in terms of, and that's that's not like with the way I perceive sport in in, in terms of judging the best and and uh, and um, by uh, judging the best and and and, and finding the best. Uh, I don't I don't think that the the UFC in particular and MMA has still reached that point. It's still it's still borderline between sport and spectacle. That said, the sport aspect of it, I find can be extremely boring or can be extremely compelling. I've seen I've seen some fights that go like five rounds, 
uh, two guys knowing intricate martial arts moves. Uh, and it's just, it's just so crazy, uh, seeing these guys go back and forth and you don't know who's going to win. Oh, teeter totter and all this. And then, then somebody pulls something out in the 11th hour and manages, yeah. manages to win on, on the other hand, I've seen some complete snooze fests as well. Do you think that has to do with like narrative building by the marketing machine? No, see, that's another thing, and that's a really good point, Bo. The narrative building, uh, a lot of a lot of my uh, friends are actually turning against this right now, because how many times can you be told by marketing that oh, this is the one guy that's going to beat this other guy? If you tune in, you may see this guy lose for it not to happen, right? Like there's so many artificial storylines and that's where they really inspire themselves from pro wrestling. They build in these these sort of intricate feuds and all this. I think it's at its best when it's pure, when it's these two guys and they're matching talents. That's that that's when it's at its best. But all the all the the hoopla that surrounds it, ironically, because I very much enjoy pro wrestling, I just find in the case of UFC, in pro wrestling, they embrace the fakeness. In UFC, they're trying to sell you something that they say is real, but then they build up these fake feuds. Yeah, it's like it's like the WWF and WWE is the auto tune of the fighting world. You know, we talked about authenticity, and so I guess that's what they're marketing, right? They're marketing the narrative is that these are authentic badasses that uh, you know fight one another. But you're saying um, you're saying Crofton that. You know, would you watch UFC if you could cut out all the filler between matches? Like, would you just watch match uh, and and avoid the narratives between it? Like, or is it more the narrative part of the enjoyment for you? Uh, for me personally, like, I, and I go back and forth on this because there was a couple of of of, of narrative. Uh, they have a they have a reality show, at least the UFC does, that supports a lot of these pay per views, and it's really it's really good for like feeding you a narrative and getting you invested in that sort of stuff. Sometimes I really enjoy it, honestly, but recently I've become very disillusioned with it. I think that the competition aspect is one that I think you know a lot of people could relate to, which is that it's pretty much conflict at its basis. You know, human human two men like struggling with each other physically to see who is more dominant like that's you know what it comes down to but what's interesting about that and i think you touch on this is where the spectacle takes over and where i think part of the issues are with this sport um are things like what makes a good fight you'd be like oh it's real snooze fest and it's like well what makes it a snooze fest if he wins and i think it's because crowds tend to demand uh more blood like exciting fights like someone getting like roundhouse kicked in the face and to a complete knockout rather than just technically outmaneuvered and a decision you know be like decision fights are born i want to see some guy get knocked out and that's my that's my overarching issue with this sport at all is that what it what it builds in people is the desire for for more extreme uh knockouts that those are the best fights the bloody ones where some guy somehow seems going into covered in blood i've seen some of these uh and that's not good and i think the culture that attaches to that like what i find like i'll see these guys downtown or whatever coming out of the gym you know with tattoos drinking drinking wearing the tap out shirts that's a brand associated with this looking all you know like they're ready to fight with everyone and i know a lot of people just use it for training but i really like there's a culture attached to it of like it's cool to be the tough guy and you know maybe that's just an element of humanity and it just lives there but i feel like ah is the world a better place if if our cultural entertainment things are like i want to be the best at beating the crap out of people like is that is that is that something we should strive for? I mean, is it an aspect of humanity? I mean, how could you say it's not? It certainly is. But is it is it also you know is it where we want to go in terms of progress? Like 
and now that it's becoming it used to be illegal in so many places like and the province of ontario only recently made it legal it was illegal because it was like you know it's cage fighting and now it's like but it's such big money that now governments want to you know get into it and see the tax revenue generates or economic boom or whatever but i'm like i just think overall like what it what are the effects these are having on people especially influence uh young people who might look at these guys as role models when really what they're extremely good at is physically battering another person until they're no longer conscious and being like wow that's a great role model so uh. also um and, and to feed in on this mike and and one of the reasons that a lot of a lot of these these places are a lot of it's becoming legal in places also has to do with uh, the the um inclusion in athletic commissions in regions uh, of new regulations uh surrounding it so sometimes states or or provinces weren't ready to accept it because they didn't have the infrastructure in place and so uh, as that rules out definitely there's the money aspect as well uh the the other thing i find uh and and we'll never we won't know this for years still you're starting to see it and and uh, is the effects on the athletes later on there's a lot of nfl football players now we associate nfl football players with big money nowadays but in, in the you know the ones that are older now in the seventies and stuff didn't make that that much money and some of them have been crippled by medical expenses because of uh, physical things that have happened later later in life um, and uh, and with mixed martial arts being still such a new thing um, and it, it, you're starting to see like the older generator of fighters now that w- we might start seeing these health things with, but if you get knocked out two, three times, like not cold out, maybe more, um, what are going to be the effects on, on these athletes down the road? Uh, and, uh, well, that's a, I think that's a pretty good point. And you said physical effects. And then I think what comes out of that is, are the mental effects? Cause we're talking to, I think about concussion as well as other things. Um, which is becoming a bigger and bigger issue. I know that the NFL and I think some other big leagues are dumping a lot of money into concussion research now because uh, it's leading to a lot of suicides uh, as well in older athletes because there's kind of there's a syndrome associated with concussion. Hockey players suffer from it. There's been some some things in the news about that. And and those are those are peripherals of those sports, right? Like if a if a hockey player gets a concussion, that's like, "Oh man, you know, you stop play, it's like, well, it's an accident or 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 a bad hit and it's taken off same with football i mean there's a lot of hitting but really you don't knock knock the guy but mixed martial arts the aim is to give some guy a concussion if you give the guy the biggest concussion ever excellent you're and you know you're going to draw more fans bigger cards so it's like its aim is doing what some of these other sports organizations are trying to now cut down on because they've seen the negative effect of that's a bit worrisome no, absolutely. Uh, in in a way, and like getting back to your fan comment on fan reaction, I do think it's changing a little bit, and you'll see like grapplers on the ground and stuff get cheered in the same way as that you they would be for knockouts. But definitely, it's true. As they're more knowledgeable fans, they're looking for they they are looking for different things out of out of the product but there definitely is always that you want action in all sports and you want drama and you want tension and 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 whatever can give you that in the in the way that you're best able to visualize it that's what you're going to that's what you're going to embrace i will say on the good end of things with regards to mixed martial arts and you touched on it with people coming out of the gym but there are a lot of um 
I know a lot of people, male and female, who are who are training not not necessarily to participate in mixed martial arts, but there's a lot of MMA gyms that have that have sp- sprung up and 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 to get to get in physical shape, they go through MMA regiments and um, and, and they enjoy them very much and they spar and stuff and, it, and and they have a great time doing it. I've heard all sorts of positive stuff from people. My my previous manager used to do it and and she had a she found it extremely uh, enjoyable. So definitely, um, when I was using the sort of fantasy violence as as a, as a bad outlet, I, I see a lot of the people, and I, I agree with the tough guy and the machoism and the macho mentality. But I think a lot of people are taking the energy or the from from things like mixed martial arts and and and, and going to the gym and, and training and, and doing these things that I I wouldn't necessarily say are bad yeah, things. One of the things uh, that's and I don't know if this is how true this is, is purely anecdotal based on my like my limited observation. But like martial arts inspires discipline. Like I think the at least the idea behind and this is sort of the part that's compelling because if we were just going to say let's talk about martial arts, I think uh, you know violence and self defense and, and all that kind of stuff. It just let me go back to violence. It's a part of being a human. There's nobody that's born without the capacity to be violent except some individuals but for the most part i'm i would i would disagree with that you a have, bit, but we can get into that another time yeah well you may have the i just mean you have the capacity if called to you are capable like you're not you're not like huh how do i do violent like we're all as animals we have the capacity for violence i think we start thinking with our our our, our larger view our more developed brain about um, living peacefully together and having sort of a, this higher understanding. I'm thinking of like Star Trek, where we don't have to do that kind of stuff, right? Because we're, we're, but even <laughs> even if Star Trek so has violence, yeah. But you know, just this idea that we can be better than our most negative traits, and and the violence certainly counts as one of the most, uh, uh, you know, horrific and horrendous of the human spectrum of things it can do and, and is capable of. But so. But- Bo, just to jump in there real quick, uh, I, I agree with what you're saying, but like one thing that that's one thing I find extremely interesting about MMA because violence you always associate, or I do, with sort of rage and getting angry and being like that's that's where you find your capacity for violence. But in MMA, you have to essentially detach yourself from that because otherwise you're going to get beat. It's all about it's all about controlling your brain and, and and thinking through a situation while also delivering violence. It's weird like kind, that. Kind of, but I would kind of, but I mean, I've seen a lot of these pre-fight posturing. Um, and there's yeah, a lot of aggression in there. It's not all like I'm calm and collected. Yeah. Maybe some of them are, but there's a lot of posturing. There's a lot of intimidation involved to try to get a mental edge on someone. And that is so that is part of it. But but that is sh- but that is exactly what I was talking about earlier that I'm getting annoyed with because almost all of that is fake or. It, it, it's pre-stuff, and then you get in there. You've got these two guys. They've been set up as blood enemies, and then they get in there. The bell rings, and and they're they're playing chess. Like they're 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 looking at each other, and n- neither one's engaging, and they're looking for an opening. And they're not. It, like if I was enraged against someone, I'm I'm gonna you know charge them down. They script that well in pro wrestling. Like a guy's being somebody you know stabbed in the back, so he charges in and tackles him. That never happens in MMA because. 
because, because, because you wrestling would lose. is not real. But no, but it's no. not even that. It's because it's. I think what you're mistaking with the rage thing is that the human and uh, what well, you know, human instinct. It's fight, fight or flight. And I think that when you're in a when you're in a fight and you want to win, like you, the adrenaline going through these guys, there, there has to be tons. And the whole time it's fight or flight. Like even though they're there for a fight, it's like the like reason they're not just charging each other with anger is because well, as you say, they know it would be ineffective. But that's like part of it too. It's like you don't want to get hit. There's an instinct in you to be like to to win this fight. I also need to not get the crap beat out of me. And that's that human instinct of fight or flight. Like look for the opportunity. Um, but, yeah, but you, but you're what I'm saying is like, and to, to feed on Bo's point is when you, when you get like everybody has the capacity in the sense that like if you push me really hard and like got me really 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 pissed, I would I would I would maybe engage in violence, and if that happened, it would be uncontrolled because if I could control it, I wouldn't do it, right? So so what's interesting about MMA is that is that it is these guys that are that are essentially in full control. They're in full control, and they have to control this aggression and control this uh, adrenaline to use it in a certain way. Because, like I, you know, I would just when I got in fights with my brother or his kids, we would just friggin' charge at each other, right? And it's not because we don't respect what the other guy can do or whatever. It's just because we're we're we got the blood rage going, and they don't they don't have that in MMA. And if they do, they lose. Yeah, so just take. I'm just making a note here, not, not to push Crofton. Yeah, he's got. A, you don't want to get a blood rage on him. Um, I want to go back. To I'll go into like, the blood rage. Blood he's rage. like, all you gotta do is push me, not like I don't know, trip me and I, no, I mean, pick me in the head. I'm giving, I'm giving you a hard time. I'm just. I mean, I mean, push me past my my limits. You know, like yeah, if you yeah. push Absolutely. push somebody past their Absolutely. limits. Absolutely. So just uh, you know, the thing you always picture is what if somebody you know killed somebody i loved what would i do yeah right would i'd be I th- like would i go to the police and be like oh hey you know we all have the capacity for violence i i, I think that would be less it, it it sounds that that's that's the worst thing but really it'd be more annoying like more annoying if somebody is just beating on you or something like that because you you're able you might be able to detach yourself from the loss of the loved one or, or think things through but definitely if somebody is physically assaulting you or something like that that might be the moment your your self-defense will kick in i mean any any sort of the point i was trying to make is everyone has a capacity for violence so i don't like the the view that um like i like the view that we shouldn't have no violence i actually believe that we should not have violence i think there are the the well, I don't a hundred percent believe it because you know the things that happen to us also define us. But the the fact that um, we're all capable of violence, humanity has a tendency to celebrate the things that um, it is powerless to control. These parts of us that have to ex- exhibit themselves somewhere. So you know when you repress certain things, they're expressed in different ways. And I think you know because we've had violence all throughout the ages that. This idea that we wouldn't have something in this shape or form uh, would not exist, and maybe I'm getting a way too cerebral with it, but because my 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 gut instinct is just like I abhor violence, I dislike violence, I never would ever hit anybody, I don't want to be hit, I don't want to ever have to have a reason to do that to anybody. Um, but I can't be so, and so my my instant reaction is. The fighting stupid like meatheads want to watch that people with no education or who are misguided in what the 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 re- real rewards of life are would find this thing kind of great and 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 people with low self-esteem would want to bulk themselves up but the fact is we go to war there's fighting going on in the world every day and 
having a mind disciplined towards self-defense or even being a, a some sort of attack machine um, is not so it's not such a crazy outlandish thing even though I abhor it so I'm just trying to I guess that's the point I wanted to make to try and help me center where I'd come down on this because I don't watch it well I think that I think that, that you know I, I mean like when you're saying this stuff I'm kind of like ah it, it I disagree with it. Yeah, sure. Um, because I think that if if something is a measure of progress, it's it's that we live, um, at least in the West in North America, to a large extent, in a less violent time than we have in the past. Now you we, and now there's lots of violence. I won't say there's not, but let's be let's be realistic. It's not like the Middle Ages where you're just you know it's it, it, where we don't live in violent times like humanity has lived in in the past and that's part that's that's how, part of how we measure progress or at least i'm putting that out there maybe it's not but i think that it is i think i think people can agree that to live in a peaceful time is better to live in a time of war or to live in a non-violent society is better to live in a violent one so if if that's how we measure progress we can move towards this and that's what you know we all live under the rule of law and part of that is what is trying to conquer that aspect of humanity which is the animalistic I don't like you, so I'll kill you. Kind of thing. It's like we realize that we're not successful. Uh, you know, if, as we, if we work, we're more successful if we work together than if we than if we work against each other in that kind of very basic way. And I just feel like, I just feel like, it's not to bring this back into culture to popularize it. It, it, it's it's sort of it might you know I worry where where it leads popular culture um, to just be like oh it's 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 great to study. To study these martial arts for, for for physical prowess and to get in good shape, I could I could kind of get the, behind that. As you were talking about that Croft, and I just kept imagining this like a doctor in a doctor's office and and some guy who needs to lose weight being like, oh, I just can't get motivated to exercise, doc. He's like, Have you ever really wanted to beat the shit out of someone? Because maybe that's all you really need to do. That'll get you in shape. And I'm just like, but you know, I just if that's what everyone does for sport is like, who's the best at beating the hell out of each other? I'm like, ah. I just feel like there's lots of other ways to get in shape. There's lots of other ways to be entertained. There's lots of other organized sports which have the same kind of con- conflict. And I think that's what a lot of sport is. It's a way to, um, to to find that element of humanity, that that conflict, that base stuff. Um, like, you know, football is often considered to like war, right? And it's like organized in that strategic way of army versus army. Um, but the MMA is not, has not, it doesn't have that progress as- attached to it. It's just people beating the shit out of each other anyways i'm ready to give my verdict i don't know about you yeah all right sound off on your verdict i think it's bad i mean i've just been ranting about it i really think it's bad i can i can there's a lot of aspects i can appreciate about it i um the the dedication of the of the athletes um i think no one can question that they are physically fit beyond well anything i am um there's there's yeah i just it's bad <laughs> and that's just, the bad sound. That's the bad. sound. Yeah, it sounds like sad sound. We actually don't say bad that often. I we guess not. We haven't said bad since we uh, started getting a little, uh, you know, sound effects animated. Going. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. the sound effects. That's. <laughs> it's not like I feel like it should be more epic than that. That just sounds kind of like, oh, I lost my lunch. Okay, I don't, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> what 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 would be an <laughs> epic bad sound? What do you want? The sound <laughs> of the atomic <laughs> bomb <laughs> going <laughs> off. You know, like uh, it's like when Darth Vader shows up, or the Empire is coming. It's oh just, yeah! It's like if that wasn't trademarked. Down. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's try. Yeah, to we got to go, go royalty free or yeah. 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 Anyways, whatever. It's funny. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So so you were saying it's bad. I'm going to chime in with my verdict now. Um, 
And like I definitely like I definitely like this idea of we need to put the things behind us that hold us down. And you so you you kind of look at and I kind of share this view with you, Mike. You look at the UFC and say, well, how are you contributing positively to the fabric of society? You know, and you're not. But you know, there's plenty of entertainment that's questionable and dubious. And so again, I can't really look. You know, I can't say well the solution's easy. UFC's you know. Uh, you know, no good because it does all this to be judgmental of that and out of what other aspects, uh, you know, causes me a lot, causes me a bit of a quandary. So um, I'm going to give my verdict by saying I do abhor violence. And I also just find UFC not of interest or any fighting, even boxing for that matter, uh, to be something I appreciate. So I'm going to go with uh, it's bad. It's funny. It's funny there, Bo. I I thought for sure you were going to go bullshit just based on the way that you framed that, uh, because you did the whole thing about the violence for fictional violence uh, and that sort of thing. And so uh, by saying UFC is bad, like, and I don't want to put words on your mouth, but the way that you presented it makes it sound like anything that has violence in it would therefore be bad. You, you can put anything you want out of my mouth, Crofton. Oh, nice. Well, I just did that. <laughs> no, no, no but I, 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 I thought he was going to go the other way. I thought he was going to yeah, say no, that it was good no, because the, he saw those base human things in it. The reason I didn't yeah. say bullshit was because I don't think it's bull- – like for me to say bullshit would be that it's just that there isn't a point or there aren't people who appreciate it or isn't serving some segment of society. It's providing some value somewhere to the people who watch it. And that's the thing that's concerning. What is, and this was something Mikey just said a little while ago, it's just, you know, yes, Crofton, you know that uh, it's fake and, and there are things you appreciate about it, but how many people are missing that point? I would, it's not I would, fake. I would, I wouldn't, no, no, I'm saying the narrative, like, the narrative. The, the, like, you know, Crofton's able to disassociate himself with a lot yeah. of the false images that are there. And I'm putting words on your mouth now, Crofton, but I, I, you're able to disassociate yourself from, like, you know, the fact that, oh, man, I want to go out and be a fighter and fighting is the way to live. But, you know, there's a lot of impressionable minds, even older minds that haven't maybe matured who might look at this stuff and feel this is the end and all and be all of living. And I don't know if that's the kind of thing that we'd say, let's let's have a let's enrich in the fabric of our society. I don't know that UFC really does that. So, you know, that's kind of anyways, that's kind of why I didn't go bullshit, because I don't think it's bullshit. I just think it's kind of bad. Reed Crofton. Yeah, it's uh, I, and I recognize this episode's run long, but whatever. I'm still going to talk. Um, I, I do, I do, I do think that that you guys both give me a lot to th- to, to think about, which is funny because I know Bo, for instance, does not watch uh, uh, mixed martial arts, and I do. Again, as a side note, think it's funny that one company, the UFC, has become so ubiquitous in this medium that we use. MMA and UFC interchangeably. I noticed Bo just used UFC when talking there. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, and, and Mike, I know, has watched some and is aware of, uh, of the skills, uh, required in that sort of thing and raised great points, uh, on it as well. I, I would honestly, because I've become, I've enjoyed UFC and I've, I, I watch it and I like the social uh, gathering, uh, of, uh, of the pay-per-views and having people over, going over to people's places and this sort of thing and watching it. I really enjoy the competition, uh, especially good fights, though sometimes, honestly, it can be dreadfully boring. Um, but sometimes it's really, really exciting as well. Uh, so I I would give it, if we had a rating of meh, M-E-H, like meh, 
I would probably, <laughs> I, I would probably yeah. give it that. And yeah. so I was leaning towards bullshit. I really was until Bo at the very end sort of explained, you know, how can something, it means something to all these people. That doesn't mean that you can't make it bullshit in my, in, in my opinion. But I think like just it, I don't think about it in as broad intellectual strokes as you guys do about forming the history of man or the violent nature and how it's setting the path on on which we will go down and this sort of thing. I think about it uh, more in a bubble and how it relates to me. And in that way, you know, I find you I'm if if I'm on the border of bullshit and good, I think I'm going to come down on the side of, on the side of good on this one. Sure, a lot of people would agree with you. You know, I really feel like I'm missing out on these boys' nights when they go to watch UFC. I refuse to participate in them now because I have to, like on, That's on fair as a enough. Of if you feel yeah. strong about something, you gotta you definitely you definitely gotta stand by it. And you know, honestly, I think at certain points you weren't really enjoying it. It's not like we're chatting during the main fights, we're sort of you know, into them, right? You know, I okay, I've quoted I've quoted people before on this show and I will do so again. This sums up. Um Gandhi, you know, a famous proponent of nonviolence, said you must be the change you wish to see in the world. I think it's a great quote. I think we've all heard that one before. And I think that's part of like why I have to be because I have seen this stuff, the UFC, and I can see how you get into it and it's kind of exciting. But I'm like, if I disagree with it, I'm like, I can't watch it. And that's why I'm trying to disassociate myself from violent things, even fictional violence I'm trying to watch less of because I'm like, well, if I don't want a violent world, I'm like, I got to live that, right? So I'm trying. That's just a personal thing, but I'm I'm attempting to cut as much violence, violence, fake or real, out of my life as I can. And and coming on on a different side of that, and like if anyone from the UFC or is listening, uh, I'm getting bored with your product. So <laughs> may, maybe maybe do stuff differently. Like how many seasons of The Ultimate Fighter can you run? How Next many up, similar? The, the most horrible fighter in the world against the second most horrible fighter in the world. <laughs> <laughs> or at least, like, if you're going to take stuff from pro wrestling, at least take the pyros. I, I give me some pyros. I thought you were. I thought you were going to counter me with a quote from like you're like you're like or as Genghis Khan said, kill all your enemies who run before you and I, I, the rivers flow red with their blood. <laughs> I, I think it would be enough. better if I used like a UFC quote, like you know, or as the great Tito Ortiz said, I'm going to. Kick your ass, you know, like <laughs> words of wisdom ring true. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, he could he he wouldn't have to say anything. I think they could all beat the piss out of uh, uh, Gandhi, and that actually that, that would I, be the, how they prove their point. I think the way Tito's going lately, even I could take him. Hopefully, uh, so. okay, <laughs> Tito, why don't you write us in and respond to that? <laughs> we'll set up probably, the, this will be the UFC card. We'll have Crofted up against Tito. As, uh, as much as I'm liking talking about this stuff, I think we should probably wrap it up. We'll, yeah, we're, we're getting a little yeah. long here. So uh, let me just check the mailbox quick, guys, before uh, we get out here. So, oh, there. Fuck, birds, get out of here. Oh, okay. There's, uh, here we go. Uh, we do have something in the mail today. Um, we got a letter from a listener, uh, and it's uh, one of our uh, uh, you know, good friends, actually. Al, we've talked about him on a few episodes now. Yeah, he decided to write in. Um, I it, didn't know he could write. Uh, <laughs> I assumed he was he's a, he's a good writer. Um, so uh, he starts off by saying, um, I'm offended. I don't know what Wikipedia is. Um, he's lying. He know <laughs> yeah, we don't know. You know what Wikipedia is. Did, did we, were we really condescending about Wikipedia? That, no, no, no. Honestly, that's like, I think it's because it's so ubiquitous. It'd be like saying, I don't know what oxygen is. And I did spend you know, a lot of time explaining it, but... 
Okay, and then he said, you sirs are a new starts. What's in a new start? A new start? Yeah. Do I need to go- do I need to Wikipedia this to find I know it's I- it's a play I think on the new season of Arrested Development. Oh. Well, look who watches Arrested Development. I had tried trouble getting into it, the new one. I was like, well. Well, you sir are an, a new start. <laughs> <laughs> we are. Okay. Okay. So, um I think that about wraps up the show. Uh <laughs> man, this has been a real um it's kind of intense. I almost kind of feel like uh, we're, we just start- fought. Yeah, we're UFC starting to style. feel all mad right now. Okay, so no, we no, we did a progressive thing. We engaged in debates around something. We used our brains. You know, we like used you tell- mental violence. <laughs> it's like it's like you tell little kids like use your words, Billy. But it- <laughs> like fuck off, mom. Yeah, well that's it. Like, I, guess it I just put I just put Hodgins in a mental figgle figure four leg lock. <laughs> okay. All right, all right, all right. Um, it's down to judges' decision or whatever that happens when they don't beat each other up. Okay, so uh, we just want to let everyone know that uh, you can email us with your opinion at goodbadbs at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We love reading your mail on the show. Uh, If you're listening to us on iTunes, don't forget to check out our page. Give us a five-star review. Uh, We really like uh, that. That helps inflate our egos. Uh, You can visit our website at gbbpodcast.com. That's the acronym for Good Bad Bullshit. Uh, yeah, so um, on our website you'll find uh, links to the RSS feed or links to the iTunes store. If you haven't yet subscribed and you happen to have just uh, found this on someone else's iPod or, or iPhone or other device, and what are you doing with someone else's device? All right, Crofton, uh, where can these fine listeners find you if they want to hear more of your, your uh, compelling thoughts? They can find me at, at Crofton Steers on Twitter. Perfect. And Mike, uh, where can these fine listeners find you if they want to listen to your fine thoughts? They can find me on the path to greater enlightenment through nonviolence. <laughs> well, I probably won't get any greater enlightenment, but that's where they'll find me trying to. Okay. Um, awesome. Try, someone try putting that into Google Maps and see where that takes you. I, I, I think that might actually bring you somewhere. Somewhere you don't want to be. Uh, maybe, maybe. I'm thinking India. All right. <laughs> Just because we were talking about Gandhi. All right. Uh, you can follow me at Bo Schwartz on Twitter. Uh, I want to thank Crofton and Michael uh, for their wonderful company. And um, until the next one. See you guys later. Later, guys. Give it a real good pull there. Yeah, well, I love Animal Fantasy.